This program contains adult content. Parental discretion is advised. Suck my dick. I'm a gob, ladies and germs. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, all right. Come on, ain't that funny? What, you never heard that term before? Shut up. It's another Vieira Vault, and this time I took to Facebook and I asked everybody to ask me questions. And this is a question and answering episode. So, uh, there's a lot of damn questions, so I think we should get into it already. Uh, first question is from Colin Bezberry, and he asks, Have you heard of Less Than Jake, and if so, what do you think? I kind of like him. Well, I kind of never heard them. I've heard the name Less Than Jake before, the the name of the band, but is, I don't think I've ever heard their music, so... No, I spend a lot of my time when I look for music to look for like kind of obscure shit because the music I like, you know, if I heard, you know, who knows, maybe I'll end up loving Jake, uh, less than Jake, but uh, I have no excuse. I've never heard him. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll give him a listen. Okay. All right. Next is Samuel Wetz. He asked, I know you really liked the song A Quick Death in Texas by Clutch uh, when you did a reaction video on it. Have you checked out more of their stuff since then? Oh, yes, Samuel. I've yet to purchase anything from them, but yeah, I I spent um, more than one night, maybe two nights, binging their music on YouTube, and I really dig them, man. I I remember hearing the only ones I didn't like are kind of like the ones uh, kind of the kind of the earlier albums, I think they got better with age, because I, I would listen to full albums, you know. Anyway, there's your answer. Clutch is really cool. I was surprised how good that that band is. Uh, Patrick Moon says, "Sweet love or you do these." What does that mean? Sweet. Oh, oh, forget that one. He's just saying, "Sweet love when you do these." Jesus, man. I just woke up. Excuse my uh, stupidity. All right. Next is Tarot Pesu. Uh, what does Gwen Stefani mean when she says, this shit is bananas? Um, f- how would I know? <laughs> Do you know Tarot? I mean, Jesus. Is there a Google or something you could check? Why are you asking me Gwen Stefani questions? Have you have you ever heard me talk about No Doubt or, you know, I ain't no holler back girl. But hey, thanks for the question. And I don't know if it's Taru your name or Taro. Let's just call you Taro for now. Maybe Taru. All right. Next is Tyler Fien. He says, what's your opinion on John Mellencamp? John Mellencamp? Oh, you mean John Google Melon Balls. Um, <clears throat> honestly, never got into him, but he's one of those artists that, you know, I didn't really like his music, but he didn't annoy me. You know, he wasn't like a Sammy Hagar or some shit like that. He was just there. I did like one of his songs, the one that says, 
blood on the scarecrow, blood on the plow, something like that. Uh, I like that song, so there, I liked one of his tunes. The great Charlie Hill, one of my favorite people in the whole world, he says, when are we going to form a Cheap Trick covers band? Well, fuck, dude, I can't play any, any instrument. Do you actually think I can sing like Robin Zander? Because if you think I, I sing like Robin Zander, bro, I love you. You need to go to an ear doctor really soon. Something's fucked up with your hearing. Love you, Charlie. Uh, but hey, man, I want to form a band with Charlie because Charlie kicks ass on the guitar. So we'll do like a cheap trick cover or covers. I could probably nail like He's a Whore and uh, <clears throat> uh, Don't Expect Me to Sing Shit Like go, Gonna Raise Hell. That You know, people are going to want me to go to hell if we ever play me try to sing that shit. Anyway, Charlie, yeah, we're going to do once this whole Corona thing, me and you are going to get together, even if we just play a covers band thing. You know, I I just I'm dying to do music. Uh, All right. Next question is again from Taro Pasu. He says, Rosie O'Donnell or Roseanne Barr? Damn. That's a tough question. Rosie O'Donnell or Roseanne Barr? Uh, Rosie O'Donnell always struck me as like a phony baloney. I don't know why. I just really dislike her. And I'm not even a fan of Roseanne Barr, but whatever. Uh, Another one from Teru Pasu. The Ramones drummer Tommy, Richie, or Marky, or heck, Elvis. Well, technically, I would say Elvis was probably the best one, but... uh, Mm, man, they're all so good. Love Marky, but I'm going to go with Tommy. All right. Um, Patrick Moore. Or maybe I got Richie confused with Elvis. Uh, I think he was the drummer in Blondie, right? Am I wrong? That guy, whoever it is. All right. Patrick Moore. Uh, one, since I know you love Jeff Buckley, are you familiar with his father, Tim? Yes, I am. I was aware that his father, Tim, was uh, also a singer, and he was good. I checked some of that out. And like Jeff Buckley, his father died also of uh, mysterious circumstances. All right, he has three questions for me. So the second one is, uh, who are some of the most unconventional artists in your collection? Either in general or for you. I, um, yeah, well, for me, I mean, general, I mean, music. And a lot of people think I have a lot of different tastes in music because I do like, you know, a band here and there from a different genre. But most of the times, I don't really like that genre much. I just like that band from the genre. I, metal is my shit, you know. I, I, metal is my favorite, you know. And also, you know, it's kind of like pompous when you hear people go, you know, this is the types of music. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Seriously, who gives a fuck? I don't. Anyway, um, well, back to the question. Um, all right, let me think of some bands from other genres that I like that I have in my collection. Letters to Cleo. Love Letters to Cleo. I have something about that girl's voice, Kay Hanley. I, I absolutely adore her voice. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of not popular. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure there's quite a few. Circle of Dust, they were like an industrial band. I don't know if a lot of people know them. I, I have one of their CDs. I don't know how their other CDs are. 
Um, that was pretty good. Kind of heavy industrial. I dug it. And, uh, you know, as far as popular, of course, the Beatles, the Stones. Uh, I love Oasis, Cheap Trick. And there are those days I like to chill out to some classical, uh, Wagner being my favorite one. And uh, I'm sure there's other stuff, but I think that's enough for now. All right, and yeah, because you, you have three questions, bro. Here's the, well, no, no, I'm sorry. He has six questions. Jesus. All right, Patrick. Uh, next one is, have you seen the clip of Diamond Dave opening for Kiss? If so, what are your thoughts? I thought he was awesome. Uh, all those clips in Vegas when he started this shit, it was so cringeworthy and terrible. And I think the backlash got to him, and I think he performed well. He probably, you know, what did he have? A 45-minute, 30-minute slot? Didn't bab too much. He's, he's, his voice sounded way better than it did in Vegas. I was surprised. Uh, question four. Favorite A solo song? Not counting anything off 78. Huh. Hmm. Lost in Limbo. That would be it. All right, number five. What are your five to ten best experiences meeting an artist? Come on, dude. You really want me to fucking say five of them or ten of them? Seriously. Let's do a show called Patrick Moore Ask Me Questions. <laughs> That's, dude, I mean, come on. Uh, Dio, the, the, the best ones was Dio. Uh, John Bush is awesome. King Diamond was cool as fuck. Uh, Gene Simmons was cool. Uh, Ozzy was awesome. Um, there you go. That's That's 20 of them. Uh, as far as uh, bad experiences, not really. Nah, or worst. Not really. All of them were cool. Uh, six, best concert where you were no more than a casual fan of the artist. Uh, best concert. Um, that's a good question. Uh, that, you know, it's like I, I knew nothing really not much about them, and then they impressed me live. I've never been asked that question before, and I can't remember because... I mean, unless we're talking local bands, you know. Uh, there's a lot of local bands I discovered down here that were fucking awesome. Uh, and uh, But, you know, as far as, like, big-time concert, I can't remember any show I went to where the opening band was opening band. Oh, I can think of one. And it's a band I don't like. And I was very impressed when they opened for, I think it was Queensryche at the Miami um, Casino. It was... Um, Oh, man, what the fuck's the name of the band now? <laughs> they were labeled like a hair band, but I thought they kicked ass. And Oh, man, now I can't remember the name of them. Damn, that's a shame. Sorry, Patrick. Lillian Axe, that's it, I remember. The band was called Lillian Axe, and boy, that was awesome. And then I got uh, somebody sent me some of their albums on MP3 and didn't really impress me as much as they were live. I remember, Patrick. All right. Uh, Richard Ray uh, Archuleta said, Ace or Vinny? Ace, dude. Come on. It's not even close for me. Um, Isaac Moran. If you had the opportunity to make your own movie of The Elder, who would you want in it? I'd want Ace Fraley to play every single part, and I want him as fucked up as he was in 1981. Then that movie would rule. All right. You know, none but speaking parts. Him playing different characters. You know, he plays the boy. He plays the elder. 
lot of makeup involved. Um, all right, next. Uh, and no, no, actually, and I like the bad guys like Mr. Blackwell and G. Just the bad guys in general against the little boy, just Gene and Paul. That's it. Just those two. They can play a whole army of different characters. All right. Uh, Nate Atchison. Bushy. I love that guy. If you could be in any national band, what band would it be? And what instrument would it be? All right. Now you're talking if I can actually play an instrument good enough to be in a band I'd love to be in. Uh, Merciful Fate. Judas Priest. Um, yeah, many man. I'd love to be the rhythm guitar player of ACDC. That would be awesome. I would love to do that. Um, and uh, I'd love to join Scab Kiss and demand my own makeup, <laughs> or else I ain't joining. All right, and also, uh, I'd be the I, I'd replace Tommy Thayer, and also another part of the clause is. Eric's got to change his makeup too. I ain't coming. I ain't coming on here. You know, drama is the asshole. Put it like a brown, brown uh, circle around his nose, and like the rest is like lines across his face. That'd be a great makeup design. Asshole. All right. Next um, is Mark Daly. If you can remember. What is the Kiss song? Man, Kiss, Kiss, Kiss. All I get is goddamn Kiss questions. You know, there's fucking other bands out there. Jesus. Well, anyway, back to Mark Daly. And thanks for the question, Mark Daly. Uh, if you, or is Mark Daly, D-A-L-Y. If you can remember what is the first Kiss song you heard when you, you were hooked as a fan right away. I want you. Not only did I want you make me a Kiss fan, it made me a fan of hard rock in general. It was the ultimate gateway band. It wasn't long after I bought Double Platinum that I started buying Blue to Cult and, <clears throat> and uh, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin when I started diving into the hard rock. So, But I still love Classic Kiss. Next question. Thanks for the question, Mark. Sorry if I'm being an asshole. It was my Eric Singer impression. All right. Tarot or tar, uh, tarot or tarot, whatever, dude. Uh, if you uh, would get freebie ticks to the next Vinnie Vincent Holiday Bash in SIR Nashville, would you go? Yet another kiss-related question. Uh, no, actually, tarot, I would not go. And I've been to Nashville while it was going on, and I could have easily gone. So I already had that option. And no, I would not go to a Vinnie Vincent, not even for free. Uh, Christian, nothing against people that go to Vinnie Vincent. I mean, uh, it's just not my thing. Uh, Christian Caceres says, what is your favorite Malice album? You know, that's another good question because it's almost a tie between In the Beginning and License to Kill, but I'm going to go with In the Beginning because of Tarot Dealer and Stellar Master, Air Attack, uh, Hell Rider. I got to go with that one. Uh, Devin Palladino, what is your favorite Cannibal Corpse song? Ah, my favorite Cannibal Corpse song. I think I'm going to have to go with the classic uh, Hammer Smash Face. Yeah, that one. I like Devoured by Maggots. Not the biggest Cannibal fan. I, I just like select songs. Alec Webster is awesome, and they're awesome live. 
but uh, eh, not the biggest. I'm not the biggest death metal guy. I mean, I only like that first wave. I know they were part of it. You know, I've heard Butchered by Birth. I heard the first one and stuff. And so, anyway, next question. Lee McCormick, what's your fave Presley song from the 50s, 60s, and 70s? Now, man, Lee, I'm not really good at what year, what year these songs came out. If you want me to pick uh, my fave, my favorite Presley songs, uh, not by year, but I'm sure they do. There's some in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, what I'm about to say. So, um, Pocket Full of Rainbows, Mystery Train. Um, ooh, If I Had a Dream. Oh, or If Only I Can Dream. Damn, I forget the name of that title. American Trilogy is awesome. Um, That's All Right, Mama. Jailhouse Rock. Ooh, is that enough? Did I cover it all? Did I get 60s, 50s, and 70s in there? Um, did I say American Trilogy? I love that one. Always on my mind. Uh, so many great Elvis songs. All right, next question. Carl Gibbett. Uh, and by the way, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, dude, I don't know you, all right? Maybe if we hung out in real life, I can pronounce your names right. So... Uh, my apologies, but understand, dickwads. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? Well, that's a good question, Carl. I think it does belong on pizza as long as I'm not eating it. Who likes pineapple on pizza? Go right ahead. I don't get offended. I'm not Italian. So, whatever. If people like it, more power to you. It's just not for me. If Tommy Thayer wasn't in Kiss... Would he work at Starbucks or Costa Cafe? Um, hmm. I don't know. Tommy's kind of a smart guy, you know? He managed Kiss, right? Well, he managed Kiss when they were really doing bad, though. <laughs> like, Revenge wasn't, like, you know, setting the world on fire. Wasn't he around then? Or or maybe he was just in charge of the... Of the... What is it? Convention 95. And But when Doc McGee and Ace Fraley and Peter Chris, by the way, came in, it exploded. All right, last question, Carl asked. Can a man ever win an argument against a woman? Why the fuck would you want to argue with a woman? Seriously. I don't know. I don't argue with chicks. I do recall them arguing with me. So I guess the answer is no. <laughs> you can't. Because I didn't even try. <laughs> uh, Robert Laprec, uh asked, if you could recommend just one Rush album, which one would you choose? All right. See, I can, I'm can. i not going to be selfish about this. Because, you know, I'm not going to name my favorite Rush albums like, you know, 2112, Farewell to King, Hemispheres, uh, Permanent Waves. I'm not going to, I would say people should listen to Moving Pictures first. I think that's the one album that can reach a broader audience more than, you know, the proggier stuff I love. You know, the first Russia. Hey, people that like early Led Zeppelin, you know, I'd recommend the first one, you know. And I'd recommend Caress of Steel and Fly By Night once you really get into Rush. All right, next question. Let's see where we at here. Um... 
Bobby Tofino. Uh, if Queensryche reunited with Tate and kicked out Todd Latore, would you be disappointed? And why is your answer yes? <laughs> I love that question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, uh, the only way I'd I'd like Jeff to come back to Queensryche is if he, if he brings along Chris DeGarmo and uh, Scott Rockenfield, you know, the original. That's the only thing that would entice me to see them. But yeah, the last three Queensryche albums are fucking awesome with Todd. So yeah, I'd be disappointed if it ain't with the full original lineup. Adam Stein says, dig any Babylon AD? I don't know Babylon AD. I do recall a video on Headbangers Ball and look how good my memory is. I remember it's kind of like, you know, cartoons mixed in, right? Or maybe I am wrong, thinking of the wrong band. But I, I think I saw a video of theirs on Headbangers Ball, and I absolutely did not like it. Uh, Tarisio Changa says, Adrian Smith or Janet Gers? Uh, Adrian Smith. Sorry, Janet is sloppy. I'm talking about he's a sloppy guitar player. And yes, I know he's a sloppy dancer, too. Ryan Rumsey says, How do you... Uh, how big do you believe Firehouse would have been if their first album came out a few years earlier? Or if Sony Epic would have chosen to market their Hold Your Fire LP instead of Pearl Jam's 10? I don't know. I don't like Firehouse. What I heard about them did nothing for me. Uh, maybe they have some rocking songs. I just remember some slappy ballads. And please, I, I really don't want to look into Firehouse. Thanks for the question, Ryan. Uh, Scott Zagagini says, Anthrax with a question. Well, uh, I'm a big fan of Fistful of Metal. That's my favorite one. But I love Arm the Dangerous to be Spreading the Disease, Sound of White Noise. To me, those are my favorite ones. I know I'm leaving out everybody's favorite. And I like side one of Among the Living, but... I'm just, among the living after Sound of White Noise. There you go. All right. Uh, and that's my opinion, okay? Don't get your butt hurt. And I'm not talking to you, Scott. I'm talking about, you know, people that, you know, run around saying, I am the law. Relax. Imitation of life. Uh, Stephanie Ramazadi asked, uh, way the first live album Way the first live album of Motorhead is never mentioned any, anywhere. Or I, I guess she meant why the first live album of Motorhead never... I don't know, Stephanie, man. That, to me, and I've said it on many occasions, my favorite Motorhead album is No Sleep to Hammersmith. So I praise it a lot, you know? My favorite uh, studio one would be Overkill, but my overall... Motorhead's like Judas Priest. My favorite Judas Priest on Leech to the East. My favorite Motorhead... Is um, is no sleep to Emerson. So if uh, people that love Motorhead are not mentioning uh, that album, shame on you, motherfucker. Get out there and talk about it. Post a video. Post Metropolis or Capricorn off it. You fuck. What kind of Motorhead fan are you? All right, Samuel Alexander Andre Sangster. Man, I I hope you're not famous, dude. It must hurt your arm. Must hurt your hand a lot if you have to autograph shit. Uh, do you listen to any new bands? If so, then uh, what are the new bands? Well, 
I do. I listen to a lot of new bands. I spend a lot of time in the rabbit hole on YouTube discovering new shit. And uh, ooh, uh, name out uh, name bands. I love uh, Midnight Priest, uh, Midnight Spell, Savage Master. Uh, my, so many, so many great bands. Uh, my favorite, though, out of all of them, my favorite is um, Crip Sermon. Fucking awesome band. Awesome. All right. Um, and yeah, Samuel and everybody out there, do that. Spend a lot of time. And, I, and there's so much good shit out there. Well, I'm talking to people with open minds. I know some of you are like, they don't make good music anymore. Yeah, they do. Here, there, listen to this. And then you're going to go, I still don't like it. That's because they didn't come out in the 80s, you fucking, you worm. You Eddie Trunk wannabe motherfucker. Mario Diaz asks, uh, have you jammed to some Gorgia? If so, what's your current favorite album by them? Mario, I did one reaction video to them and then somebody paid for me to do a track by track. So I listened to two albums by them and not my thing, man. There were a couple songs I liked off it, but overall, I'd rather listen to Midnight Priest. All right, next question. Brian Camp, Brian Camp, that's uh, BJ from uh, the great podcast Rock and or Roll. I highly recommend it because those are some great discussions that guy has on there. <clears throat> Which is better, the Four Horsemen or Mechanics, and why? Well, Brian, I, I I have talked about this before. I don't think I've ever talked about it online, but um. I love, here's the funny thing. Which one do I like more? It's kind of hard for me to say which one I like more because there's elements of both that I really like more than the other. Like, I'll give you an example. I like the speed and, uh, you know, the ferocity of mechanics, which is how Metallica used to play it, lyrics and all. The Four Horsemen, I like the lyrics more. And I'm into cheesy lyrics, don't get me wrong. Uh, but musically, that here's the best way to put it. Musically, mechanics, lyric-wise, the Four Horsemen. So I guess music. There's your answer. Thank you, BJ. Julian Gill, Johnny Cash, or Jerry Lee. Now I'm not a big fan of either, but I do own uh, and I really like it. Um, Live from Folsom Prison. Uh, thanks to a buddy of mine who gave me a CD of it. And I really do enjoy it. So I have to say Johnny Cash. You know, Jerry, I don't really know. I know I'm a big Elvis fan, a big Buddy Holly fan, but everything I heard from Jerry Lee, I was like, it didn't it didn't grab me like Elvis or, or Buddy. All right, Jimmy James Schwartz. He says, how do you rate Phil Lynott as a lyricist on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being Nikki Six and 10 being Bon Scott. Um... A 10. Come on. You know, I mean, Bon Scott was a innuendo kid. I don't like using the term shithouse poet. It's not. There's nothing shit about Bon Scott. The guy was a fucking genius and his double entendres. I think, I thought, I think he was the best, but Phil Lynott, on the other hand, I give him a 10 right beside Bon Scott because for me, nobody wrote a fucking story like Phil Lynott during a song, you know? 
Most bands, it takes them a fucking concept album to write a story. Phil Einott would write a million, every song had a story. It was fucking, the guy was, the, the guy was, he fucking ruled. All right, Charlie Wolf. Do you ever imagine David Roth fronting other bands? Yeah, I did. I saw the Eat em and Smile band. They were fucking awesome. I love to imagine him with ACDC and how they would sound like I think he'd nail it. I do too. I mean, old Dave. Now it'd be kind of an embarrassment. But yeah, old Dave and ACDC would be fucking awesome with those high screeches he used to do. All right. Colin Mosley asks, what are your thoughts on Steve Lynch from Autograph's Technique as a guitar player? Amazing. The guy was a great player. Not a fan of Autograph, but that guy can play guitar. And on a side note, this guy called Jimmy Bell is now playing with Autograph that is, in my opinion, better than Steve Lynch. Go check out the album Wayne uh, Metal Church. That was um, the late great uh, Wayne from Metal Church. He released an album. The band was called Wayne. That had Jimmy Bell on guitar. The guy's a monster player. So, but Steve Lynch is good. All right, Sean Pemment. Pemment, are there any modern metal bands you like? Yes, I talked about that earlier. I have to say, Crypt Sermons is my favorite one. All right, um, Dave Balfour said, Blind Guardian or Blind Illusion? You know, I never really got into Blind Illusion. I haven't heard enough of them. I know they were kind of, weren't they kind of like thrashy and funky or kind of funk? I, don't, I, I could be wrong. Uh, Blind Guardian, I like that early stuff that sounded like Halloween. That was some good stuff. Ron Broadford, if ACDC did an official farewell tour and Brian Johnson was unable to sing, do you think Udo Dirk Schneider would make a good replacement? Yes. Daniel Ortega de Pozo said, are expective of releasing a new Thrasher Die album. Can't wait for new stuff, man. Daniel, it's a fucked up situation. I want it to happen. I just don't know how soon it'll be. Now, even, you know, it was taken forever before the virus. Now it's like we can't do shit. So I would like it to happen is all that I'm saying. Uh, Leon Root, uh, are you a Status Quo fan? If so, what is your favorite song? No, I'm not. Status Quo, I mean, I'm sure there's some American fans, but they're more of a European thing. Um... My brother got married to a German girl in the early 80s, and she had this double live status quo album. I, it looked cool. They looked metal, and I listened to it, and I was like, eh. And just recently, somebody paid me to do a track by track, so I heard two of their albums. Wasn't bad. It just, eh, you know, it's a, just didn't grab me. Favorite crossover band? Uh, James Gilman asked that. Probably the Crumb Suckers. Very underrated. They're fucking awesome. Um, Leeway was good too. My favorite crossover hardcore album would be Age of Quarrel from Cro-Mags. And of course, I can't forget S.O.D., Stormtroopers of Death, M.O.D. There's a lot of good ones, uh, but Age of Quarrel is my favorite album of the genre. Andrea Moreland. Oh yes, I know her. She's awesome. She made some killer Thresher Die patches. And she's got a Thresher Die question. Will Thrasher Die ever bring their asses close to, to or? I'm going to say it. Oh, yes. To the state of Oklahoma for a performance for the lovely, uh, <laughs> violently beautiful Angria. Thrash Lord? She calls me Thrash Lord. 
She's a pretty girl. Um, well, uh, Andrea, as I said before, man, we got to get a new album out first. Uh, whenever that happens and we go on tour, make sure, because you're a beautiful woman, go up to a promoter in o Oklahoma and, you know, lay the charm, baby. I want thrash you die. Do your Marilyn Monroe impression, you know? Little cleavage helps too. And uh, having them book us, and we're going to go play for your ass. All right, Mark Alden Taylor from the Rock, what is it called again? Freeform Rock Podcast. What band should be named America's Band like a mascot? Well, I guess Van Halen. Uh, that's um, my favorite band that come out of America. You know, so Van Halen. Van Halen. Not Van Hagar. You knew I was going there, Mark. Eh, I'll stop. Uh, Andrea, again, the beautiful Andrea, honestly had a very intelligent thrash question, but last minute I aborted all intellect and just went to the forbidden one. I have no shame. Hey, the forbidden fruit tastes sweeter, so I'm glad you went for the forbidden one. Edwin Canastracci, he's awesome. He does some really cool videos on YouTube. Look him up. Is Ace giving Peter Head gay or just coke shit? Um, it's, uh, it's gay. <laughs> I mean, think about it. And, you know, hey, this ain't me being homophobic. I have nothing against gay people. But if you are a male and you put a dick in your mouth, there's no other way of saying it. It's gay. I mean, plain and simple. I was coked out, so I did something gay. <laughs> no excuses. I mean, seriously, th if you really think about it, anybody that puts a dick in their mouth and then afterwards says, well, I was coked out or I was drunk, they're the homophobic ones. Come on, come screaming out of the closet. You sucked a dick. Be gay and proud. All right, Brad Killingsworth. Buy or sell, Exodus or Overkill. Um, you know, Exodus is tricky with me. I love uh, Bonded by Blood. I love some of Fabulous Disaster. Impact is Imminent has some great riffs. I love Temple of the Damned. Overkill, I like more of their albums. But none of the Overkill albums are as good as Bonded by Blood, in my opinion. So, um, I bought them. So, I guess the albums, uh, the answer is yes, buy. Gavin Wallace Aysworth. Aylesworth. Top five Alice Cooper albums. Oof. I'm probably going to get them out of order. Um, my favorite is Killer. Love Billion Dollar Babies. Love It to Death. Brutal Planet. And one of the Blackout ones. Dada. I love that album. Well, I love Flash the Fashion too. There, I gave you six. James McLean. Will you go on 70K again? I promise a good... You missed a good one last time. Shit. I missed a good one the last couple of years. I would love to, but we'll see. Uh, I want to. Uh, David Rudat, will you be running for President of the United States? Uh, I, I was thinking about it, and then I realized if you love America, you're going to lose. <laughs> so the answer is no. Uh, well, not, I'm not predicting the next election. You know, Maybe the one that loves America. Well, they, they both pretend to love America. And I'm not getting into a political discussion. That's why I'm moving on. And by the way, David Rudat fucking rules. 
Love that guy. And speaking of somebody I love, the next person is Brian Davis from Damn Good Movie Memories. Great podcast. Love him. If Armored Saint let you pick a set list, what would it be? Let's go with 15 songs. Jesus. All right, let me count them. And I'm probably going to miss out a few. Stricken by Fate, Seducer, uh, Aftermath, For the Sake of Heaviness, um, Human Vulture, Chemical Euphoria, uh, Underdogs, Reign of Fire, Tribal Dance, Truth Always Hurts, uh, Tainted Past. Mm, I'm trying to move on to the later stuff. Uh, Because I only got four left. Um, Pay Dirt. What's Your Pleasure? Chilled. Fuck. I only got one left. There's so many. What's that great song? There's a great song. The one that Pearl sings on the last. um, The last album they did. That song is so good. I can't remember the title of it. It's kind of long. Pearl. The the chick that's married uh, to Scott Ian. She sings on the song. Love that one. I'd put that on the list. Oh, man. Erase one of them. You pick which one I take out. You can run. You can hide. I want that in the set list as well. Uh, sh- uh, James Kennedy. I'll reverse it, Ralph. What what question would you ask Diamond Dave if you were having a drink together? I'd ask him about, you know, the Amazon when he was in the jungle. I'd, I'd like to hear those stories more than anything. Because those would probably make the most sense. Because if I was to ask him about the Black Sabbath tour, I'd probably get lost halfway through that conversation. You ever read David Lee Roth's book? It's like, I have to keep going back. What did he mean by that? Let me read that again. It's kind of hard to understand that guy. Uh, Sharon Wildoller. Look at you, Ralph, all styled out. Yes, it's a picture of Ask Dr. Fuck. And thank you, Sharon. Uh, Mike Newberg. Why do you think Metallica has reached the heights they have, as opposed to other thrash and other metal bands. Um, well, yeah, I think the strength of the first three albums has a lot to do with it, and obviously management. They were they they were the thrash band managed by, I forgot who else is on that roster, but those managers, they have big bands on their roster, so they help too. But the strength of the first three Metallica albums. Really, like, you know, I mean, a lot of people point at the Black Album, but there wouldn't be a Black Album without the first three. Uh, Carlo Pizarro. Dr. Fuck, what's your favorite Thor album? Don't know many of his albums, but I own um, Only the Strong Survives, so that one. Do you dislike all Hagar or just Van Hagar? Uh, Pretty much all of it. I like the first Montrose, but I think he was the weak link. Uh, Billy Jareed, or Jareed. Why do you like ABBA so much? I like it because the songs are catchy and the two chicks are smoking. Billy, you just answered the question. I feel the same way. Uh, Jason Pihuang, what is your favorite era of metal? Uh, 1980, you know, uh, New Wave of British Heavy Metal. And, you know, you had your, you know, British Steel, Heaven and Hell. It was just a magical year. Brian Sangri. Do you agree that Thin Lizzy was a kick-ass band and that it's sad that most people know is Jailbreak and Boys Are Back in Town? Uh, don't know how they are overlooked. Me neither, Brian, but, you know, it's America. That's overlooked, and yet, you know, 
mumble rap is a thing. I just accept it. And listen to Thin Lizzy. Uh, Mike Foose. By the way, Thin Lizzy rules. Uh, kiss, kiss, kiss. Gene, kiss. All right, fuck you. I see what you're doing. Did I mention kiss? Oh, but then he said, big fan, hope you're feeling better. Oh, uh, I take back that fuck you, Mike. All right, Jeremy S. Morgan. What is your favorite album cover designer? I don't really know. Um, I know the guy that did uh, Rainbow Rising did a couple other great ones as well. And I like the guy that did the Molly Hatchet albums. And Nazin, the guy that did uh, uh, Poser Holocaust, my Thrasher Die album. He also did uh, Formers of the Flesh for Morbid Angel and uh, I know a Deicide album. Can't remember. Okay. Um, Allison Noto. I love Allison. She's a huge, huge supporter of mine. What was your favorite TV show growing up as a kid? Uh, probably All in the Family. Still my favorite. Lacey Cushing. I love Janis Joplin when she was your, when she was with Big Brother in The Holding Company. I think she is a great blues singer and that ever lived. My two favorite songs are Get It While You Can and Peace From My Heart. How do you feel about her music? Do you, uh, and do you have any of it? I know you're a metal dude, but I'm just curious. Thanks. I own uh, just the greatest hits. Very casual. Uh, me and Bobby McGee is probably my favorite song from hers. Yeah, great voice, but never really dwelled into... I just have Janet Joplin's greatest hits, which is mandatory for casual fans to own greatest hits albums. Uh, Johnny Vogan, the great Johnny Vogan. Better podcast, Freeform Mock Podcast or Terrence Ridden and Friends? <laughs> That's a loaded question. Um, both spawned from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Blame us. <laughs> but, you know, people uh, blame Pantera for new metal. People blame Van Halen for hair metal. So I guess you can blame us for those two podcasts. <laughs> but I love you, Mark. Uh Mark's a good guy, so. And, oh, Lee Gersh, or as Mark says, Lee Gershman is on that show, and I love Lee, so I'm going to give it to Freeform. There you go, Mark. Happy? Uh, Ryan Faley, what uh, controversial music opinion do you have that you think no one will agree with? I have a million. Um, Cliff Burton would be the first one to want to change Metallica's sound. That's very controversial. Um... Uh, I don't believe in people like, you know, I understand people's musical tastes. Like I like this album more than the other, but there's an exception to every rule. I think that people say that any album other than back in black from Brian Johnson is the best Brian Johnson album. I think that's controversial for me to say you're full of shit. And another controversial thing, which is actually a fact, but a lot of people refuse to, you know, in the world we live in today, um, hey, man, if you present people that are so against something and present them with facts that they're wrong, they will refuse to accept the facts and continue their lying ways. So a fact is that Ozzy Osbourne is an incredible uh, melody writer for songs. He writes amazing melodies. And people out there, oh, melodies don't mean much. Yes, they do. And... Geezer Butler and Tony Iommi both went on record saying that Ozzy was incredible at Mel, and even uh, Bob Daisley, the guy that hates, you know, is always suing Ozzy, admits it too. 
And Ozzy has written lyrics. Ozzy wrote the very first Black Sabbath album, uh, song. Uh, the song Black Sabbath, those lyrics are from Ozzy Osbourne. I know, you know now these haters are putting their fingers in their ears, going la 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 la, la 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 la. Yep, the truth don't care about your feelings. Ozzy Osbourne, to me, was talented. All right, Eric Jordan RMCP. I love that dude. And RMCP and his name on Facebook stands for Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. How cool is it that this guy puts our podcast, well, the old podcast that he used to be on, as initials, had his uh, acronym at the end of his name. So awesome. Uh, top five Lizzie Borden songs. Hmm. Uh, damn. I'm probably going to leave out, you know, I'm just doing, you know, all this shit from the top of my head. So, uh, I love Rod of Iron, uh, American Metal, Psychopath. How many is that? Uh, I don't know. Appointment with Death. Uh... Under Your Skin, Notorious. Uh, that's more than five. Red Rum. Oh, man, I love Red Rum. Um, there you go. Thank you, Eric, for the question. Next question is from Joseph Staub, another person I absolutely love that's been getting me into Nazareth, and I appreciate it, my brother, uh, all the Nazareth stuff you're sending me. Uh, what is your favorite 2000s Motorhead album? Now I'm going to have to look that up because I am bad when it comes to years. I mean, you know, I know I'm pretty sure Sacrifice was in the 90s, right? But let me, let me, let me look now uh, at their discography and let me overlook the 2000 albums. Notice I'm talking really good uh, while I'm searching for all this shit. All right. The 2000 albums start in, let's see. Oh, all right. There's, all right. There's some good ones here, but man, the, the one that kicks off the year 2000, the, the decade of 2000, we are Motorhead. I absolutely love that album. Fucking uh, stay out of jail. The title track. And uh, isn't See Me Burning on that one? God, they have so many albums. I'm pretty sure See, See Me Burning is on there. Uh, and of course, the title track, We Are Motorhead. Awesome. Out for Lunch, Wake the Dead. Definitely, that would be my favorite of the 2000 albums. Joseph, thanks for the question. Uh, Tracy Yashulas. I love this chick. I met this girl and she has Mandicello. The lyrics to Mandicello on her arm, which is one of my favorite Cheap Trick ballads. Uh, she wrote, absolutely favorite Cheap Trick moment. Oh, man. I have many of them. Uh, man, meeting them was awesome. You know, all right. I'm going to say which actually involves Cheap Trick, but I'm going to say overall my favorite Cheap Trick moment that doesn't involve Cheap Trick in, in a way. But my favorite Cheap Trick moment definitely was my favorite, my first concert ever. May 18th, 1979 at the Miami Highlight. Third row with my father in the center. And meeting Cheap Trick uh, was awesome. But also, getting to stand on the stage where Cheap Trick played, which, to make it even extra, they played the culture room. I played the culture room many times. And in the, 
in the dressing room, the culture room, there's a wall full of pictures of artists that have been there already. And there's a picture with Robin Zander and the club owner, Greg. And every time I played the culture room, before, right before we went on stage, I would stare at that picture, waiting for us to cue us to go up on stage. I just stare at it thinking, I'm about to stand where this man stood. I think overall that's my favorite Cheap Trick moment. The, the, I don't know, the adrenaline I got just from looking at that picture. So I gave you three of them. But, oh, and also the 96 tour where they played everything from the first album up to All Shook Up. That was an amazing show. Jacob Harrison. Thank you, Tracy, for the question. Um, Ralph, what's your, and this is Jacob Harrison. Ralph, what's your opinion on the cars, the albums you don't own, Heartbreak City, Door to Door, Move Like This? I don't know those albums. I kind of gave up on on them on, was it Shake It Up? You know, I owned, uh, love the first album. My favorite's Candy O. What's the next one? Panorama. Uh, it was all right. Touch and Go, I really liked off that album. Since You're Gone. And, and uh, Shake It Up had a couple okay songs. And I did hear Heartbreak City. That's the one with You Might Think I'm Foolish. I did hear that album. I didn't care for it. Never you know, heard Door to Door and Move like this. So I don't have an opinion on that. Uh, Jackson Routing, favorite wrestling tag team. Now, for me, wrestling is a short span of my life. I mean, I did I, I did like the, the 70s stuff with Gordon Sully, Dusty Rhodes, and Bugsy McGraw and shit like that. But I don't really remember a tag team. So then when the WWF came in and Roddy Piper, when he, you know, hit Cyndi Lauper, I became a fan. <laughs> Broke a... Broke a gold album over Lou Abano's head. That's when I became a fan. And Roddy Piper's my favorite wrestler. But as far as tag teams, um, I'm going to go with Jimmy Hart and Jim the Anvil Neidhart. The Hart Foundation. I'll go with those guys. They were great. Bushwhackers were funny too with the two-by-fours and the way they would march into the ring. They were amusing. All right, Keith Rockford asked, what are your thoughts on John Sykes' career? I think it fucking sucks that he doesn't have a career. That guy's I mean, one of my favorite guitar players, and I loved, you know, the first, the last two um, Blue Murder albums. I even have, what was what it called? Loveland, I think, his solo album. And then he just disappears, and all these, oh, he's coming back, he's coming back. He never does. I think it sucks he's not around anymore. I love John Sykes. All right, Eric Jordan, RMCP. I love that dude. And RMCP and his name on Facebook stands for Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. How cool is it that this guy puts our podcast, well, the old podcast that I used to be on, as initials, had his uh, acronym at the end of his name. So awesome. Uh, top five Lizzie Borden songs. Hmm. Uh, damn. I'm probably going to leave out, you know, I'm just doing, you know, all this shit from the top of my head. So, uh, I love Rod of Iron, uh, American Metal, Psychopath. How many is that? Uh, I don't know. Appointment with Death. Uh, Under Your Skin. Notorious. Uh, that's more than five. Red Rum. Oh, man, I love Red Rum. Um, there you go. Thank you, Eric, for the question. Next question is, 
from Joseph Staub, another person I absolutely love that's been getting me into Nazareth. And I appreciate it, my brother, uh, all the Nazareth stuff you're sending me. Uh, what is your favorite 2000s Motorhead album? Now I'm going to have to look that up because I am bad when it comes to years. I mean, you know, I know I'm pretty sure Sacrifice was in the 90s, right? But let me let me let me look now uh, at their discography, and let me overlook the 2000 albums. Notice I'm talking really good uh, while I'm searching for all this shit. All right, the 2000 albums start in. Let's see. Oh, all right. There's all right. There's some good ones here, but man, the the one that kicks off the year 2000, the the decade of 2000. We are Motorhead. I absolutely love that album. Fucking uh, Stay Out of Jail, the title track. And uh, isn't See Me Burning on that one? God, they have so many albums. I'm pretty sure See, See Me Burning is on there. Uh, and of course, the title track, We Are Motorhead. Awesome. Out for Lunch, Wake the Dead. Definitely, that would be my favorite of the 2000 albums. Joseph, thanks for the question. Uh, Tracy Yashulas, I love this chick. I met this girl and she has Mandocello, the lyrics to Mandocello on her arm, which is one of my favorite Cheap Trick ballads. Uh, she wrote, absolutely favorite Cheap Trick moment. Oh, man. I have many of them. Uh, man, meeting them was awesome. You know, all right, I'm going to say which actually involves Cheap Trick, but I'm going to say overall my favorite Cheap Trick moment that doesn't involve Cheap Trick in, in a way. But my favorite Cheap Trick moment definitely was my favorite, my first concert ever. May 18th, 1979 at the Miami High Lie, third row with my father in the center and meeting Cheap Trick uh, was awesome. But also getting to stand on the stage where Cheap Trick played, which to make it even extra, they played the culture room. I played the culture room many times. And in the in the dressing room, the culture room, there's a wall full of pictures of artists that have been there already. And there's a picture with Robin Zander and the club owner, Greg. And every time I played the culture room, before right before we went on stage, I would stare at that picture, waiting for us to cue us to go up on stage. I just stare at it thinking, I'm about to stand where this man stood. I think overall that's my favorite Cheap Trick moment. The, the, I don't know, the adrenaline I got just from looking at that picture. So I gave you three of them. But, oh, and also the 96 tour where they played everything from the first album up to All Shook Up. That was an amazing show. Jacob Harrison. Thank you, Tracy, for the question. Um, Ralph, what's your, and this is Jacob Harrison. Ralph, what's your opinion on the cars, the albums you don't own, Heartbreak City, Door to Door, Move Like This? I don't know those albums. I kind of gave up on on them on, was it Shake It Up? You know, I owned, uh, love the first album. My favorite's Candy O. What's the next one? Panorama. Uh, it was all right. Touch and Go, I really liked off that album. And Since You're Gone. And, and uh, Shake It Up had a couple okay songs. And I did hear Heartbreak City. That's the one with, you might think I'm foolish. I did hear that album. I didn't care for it. Never heard Door to Door and Move like this. So I don't have an opinion on that. Uh, Jackson Routing, favorite wrestling tag team. Now, for me, wrestling 
is a short span of my life. I mean, I did I, I did like the, the 70s stuff with Gordon Sully, Dusty Rhodes, and Bugsy McGraw and shit like that. But I don't really remember a tag team. So then when the WWF came in and Roddy Piper, when he, you know, hit Cindy Lauper, I became a fan. <laughs> broke, a, broke a gold album over Lou Albano's head. That's when I became a fan. And Roddy Piper is my favorite wrestler. But as far as tag teams, um... I'm going to go with Jimmy Hart and Jim the Anvil Neidhart. The Hart Foundation. I'll go with those guys. They were great. Bushwhackers were funny, too, with the two-by-fours and the way they would march into the ring. They were amusing. All right, Keith Rockford asks, what are your thoughts on John Sykes' career? I think it fucking sucks that he doesn't have a career. That guy's one of my favorite guitar players, and I loved, you know, the first... The last two um, Blue Murder albums, I even have, what, what was it called? Loveland, I think, his solo album. And then he just disappears and all these, no, he's coming back, he's coming back. He never does. I think he sucks he's not around anymore. I love John Sykes. Steve Perry. I wonder if that's the guy from Journey. Uh, his question is, favorite Venom album from the last 20 years? Oh, yeah, it must be the guy from Journey. <laughs> All right, favorite. Now I got to look up Venom's discography because I'm bad with years. All right, let's look at the 2000s here. All right, let's see. Okay, uh, all right, let me overlook the 2000 albums. Eh, some of these I never heard. So I may be wrong, but what I've heard, just like the Motorhead one, the 2000 release, Resurrection, love that album. You know what I like even more than that? Venom Inc., Ave. That was the best album of what year was that? 2018 or something? That was my favorite album of that year. Uh, Venom Inc. Ave. But Resurrection's a kick-ass album. All right, next question. Uh, Matt Weller's dick. Awesome, dude. <clears throat> uh, Deep Purple. Favorite Mark lineup? I know it's trendy to say Coverdale Hughes, which I love. But I'm going with the... With the trendier one, the most popular one, Mark II. Uh, favorite album? In Rock. Favorite three songs? Who? Child in Time, Pictures of Home, and Burn. Uh, favorite album cover art? Ooh. In Rock. I like Burn. That's a great album cover, but I'm going to go with In Rock. Uh, Jay Kinser, are you a big fan of Roy Buckingham? I don't even know who that is, so obviously I'm not. It's not that I wouldn't be a fan. I just don't know who he is. Uh, Joe, man, these names, man. Lorendale, three. I guess his father and grandfather were called this as well. Uh, are you a Jethro Tull or Emerson Lake and Palmer fan? I love some Jethro Tull. Aqualung. Too Old to Rock and Roll, Bustin' Out's a great album. Oh, what's my favorite one? Beggar's Banquet. Is that the name of it? Uh, the one with Teacher. As for Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Mm. Hmm. No, sir, I didn't like it. All right, next question. What are your top five Rolling Stone albums? Jeff Neff asked. 
Uh, Exile on Main Street would be my favorite. I love Sticky Fingers. Um, Goathead Soup, Tattoo You, and One Left. Um, black and Blue. There you go. Eric Gonzalez asks, what are your thoughts on Murder in the Front Row? Loved it. Great documentary. And believe it or not, I love the book even more. I bought that book years and years ago. Really nice book. Great glossy pages, hardcover. Highly recommend the book, Murder in the Front Row. Tim Wiersnick, what is your favorite Steely Dan album? I don't like Steely Dan. I've tried. I even own Asia on cassette. Eh, not my thing. It's not my bag, Daddy. No, sir, I didn't like it. Billy Joe Jim Bob, one of my favorite guys. Uh, what do you think about the statement that Live Nation currently made? I'm not sure about that. Wasn't it, if it's that statement of, hey, we're not going to pay the artists because they're not going uh, on tour or whatever, uh, it doesn't surprise me. There are a bunch of greedy bastards that, I don't know how the hell they get away with the crime they do. He also asked, does the Pope shit in the woods? Well, if he does, would anybody hear it? Court Hollinger asks, favorite Bloister Cult song? Hmm. You know, if you would have asked me like a year ago, I would have said, uh, I would have said Flaming Telepaths from Secret Treaties, but it has changed recently. My favorite song is uh, Take Me Away. That's my favorite Blues to Cult song. It's changed recently. Absolutely love that tune. All right. Michael Daly. In your opinion, is the best Van Hagar song better than the worst Van Halen song? No. William Barter. Ah, William Bardner. Barter, also known as Hell Vomit Sodomizer, original guitar player of Thrasher Die, asks, what's your opinion on Maltese Falcon? I don't even know why I'm going to answer this because Willie doesn't listen to anything I do. I've never seen it. I'm talking to everybody else. Here's the test. Will Willie hear this? If he did, I'll get back to him. Or he'll get back to me. Logan Kono. What is your opinion on proto-punk like the Stooges, MC5, etc.? And if you're a fan, favorite albums or song? I liked Raw Power, but the one that everybody loves too is Funhouse. I didn't like it. As far as MC5, I haven't heard much about him. What I heard, kick out the jam and stuff like that, didn't do much for me. So, uh, But I like Raw Power. Uh, Joseph Diaz, favorite adult film stars, male slash female. Please exp expound. Uh, my favorite is uh, Casey. Oh, what's her last name? Casey Cox. <laughs> K-O-X. Uh, and why is because, my God, that girl has zero limits. She does it all. And dream girl for me. Uh, male, uh, I guess um, Peter North because of, uh, you know, the facials he gives. They're fucking amazing. Walter Greggs asks, if you know you're a, I know you're not a death metal guy, but what are some bands that you think are good introducing bands for the genre. Well, I'm not one to say because I'm not a death metal guy. Though I love early death metal, my favorite death metal band is uh, Morbid Angel, the early stuff. Um, I love Deicide, the early, all early stuff. Deicide, 
death, obituary. You know, I go back to the old school shit when it comes to death metal. So I guess that would be the answer. Cheryl Hilton Leach, what is your top five Van Halen, not Hagar songs? There are no top Van Hagar songs. Top five, my favorite would be On Fire. I know I'm going to be fucking this list up because there's so many good ones. But off the top of my head, Out of Love Again, um, uh, Mean Street, In a Simple Rhyme, and Take Your Whiskey Home. I know there's other ones that may replace one of those, but whatever. Uh, Joseph uh, Mandola, do you like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? I think I answered that question. No, sir. I didn't like it. Robert Lampraket. I can't pronounce that. Sorry, Robert. Uh, best music to go along with Conalingus. Um, interesting. Uh, and I love Allison uh, said the alphabet song, which is actually the best answer. But um, in my experience, and it's not on purpose, but I have noticed that a lot of times when I am performing Conalingus, which basically when I'm having sex, uh, Led Zeppelin 1, I think, is the album that's played the most in the background. Uh, the first Zeppelin album. So I would say that one. Uh, now, Allison, um, Allison Vanasio says, Dr. Fuck, what was the band that really got you hooked on rock? And why are you hot as fuck? <laughs> well, thank you, Allison. I am hot as fuck because I live in South Florida. It's hot as fuck down here. Um, and... Uh, I said it earlier, Kiss. I Want You made me look into other bands, so that was my gateway band. Uh, Quentin Nelson, Dear Dr. Fuck, when was the when the hell did Tommy Lee become such a melting, libtard, crybaby, snowflake pussy? Damn it. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm, more, I'm more ashamed of his music than his political views. Even though I, 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 whatever, man. Fuck Tommy Lee. Should change his name to Tommy G, yo. Um, Joe Morris. Is that Ace or Dr. Fuck? I guess you're talking about that picture above. It's Ace Fraley, dude. Yeah, yeah, Joe Morris, you ask a stupid question, you get a stupid answer. Greg Cornell. List five essential deep cuts from Riot. Oh. Uh, let's see, um. Alter of the King, Lone Shark, um, Road Racing, uh, Johnny's Back. Uh, number five would be five would be uh, CIA. All right, there you go. Um, Tanner Purdue says. From, from you were hired for Kiss to make a greatest hits album, one side deep cuts. Oh, I already answered this actually on the page. Uh, I put up a link to here's my deep track thing, and again with Kiss. Uh, Weston Winkle, what had been your favorite albums in the last five years, or my favorite album? Uh, well, I I uh, brought up this band already. 
Uh, their name is Crip Sermon. And not only in the past five years, I can't remember. It's been more than five years I heard uh, an album as good as uh, their second one called The Ruins of Faded Light. Damn, I can't stop listening to that album. The first one, Out, Out of the Garden, is really good as well. But that album, The Ruin of Faded Light, is my favorite album of the last five years. All right. Uh, Tammy Hitchcock, great pick, sexy. How many times have you seen Kiss? Have you met them? If so, is Gene Pleasant person or a bit of an ass? All right, going first, um, I may miss a concert or two. Um, Creature of the Night, Lick It Up, Animalize Twice, uh, Asylum, Crazy Nights, Hot in Shade, I didn't see Revenge, I saw the, the convention one, I saw three Madison Square Garden reunions, I saw the Miami reunion show, the Farewell Tour, so that makes 13. I saw him a few times after that with Scab Kiss, but that don't count. Okay, and Nicholas Teta. Uh, what is the meaning of life? Uh, Black Sabbath. Andrew Corkill says, Hey, Ralph, what do you think of the darkness? Definitely in my top five, although I think there are not many peop people's cup of tea. Uh, I would be one of those people. Not into the darkness, sorry. Taru Pasu, another question from him. Lane Staley, one of the best vocalists ever? He's great vocalist. I mean, I wouldn't put him in my top ten, but he is awesome. Ed Hooper, Back in Black was never bettered or equaled by Brian Era ACDC. Amen, Ed. I agree with that. Do you think, despite what's said in interviews, that there are some more Bond content that had been admitted uh, to, or is it, or was it Mutt Lang? who made the big difference. Here's the deal. I've heard that through the years. People saying, oh, Bond wrote the lyric. I don't know about that, man. There's no solid proof out there. But people like to, like, you know, speculate. So I'm not one to speculate. I need hard proof. And the lyrics on that album don't really mirror Bond, except for maybe he shook me all night long a little bit. Some of it, no. Have a drink on me does sound like Bond Scott, but, dude, hell's bells. I mean... That doesn't sound like something Bond would write. If Bond was to sing about hell, it's about partying and with chicks and getting drunk. Hell's Bells is evil. So, in my opinion, I say no. He had nothing to do with it. But I could be wrong, but so could the people that say he did have something to do with it. I think I'm more in the right than them because I have no proof and neither did they. So I'm going to stick with the one that has no proof, that has uh, I'm not sticking with the one that has no proof. Carly Kirkby says, if you had to do the la the best Ronnie James Dio album, what songs would you put on it? Hmm. Stargazer, Light in the Black, uh, Temple of the King, um, Gates of Babylon, Heaven and Hell, Die Young, Lonely is the Word, Sign of the Southern Cross, um, uh, I, Falling Off the Edge of the World, Holy Diver. I guess that's about it. That's a long-ass album. Are you Duncan... Oh, this is Say Donald, by the way. 
Are you a Dunkin' Dunk? Are you a donut dunker to dunk or not to dunk? Uh, I don't eat donuts. I'm like Ingve Malmsteen. Eric Drew Benson. What's the average rainfall in the Amazon Basin? It's 5.2. I don't give a fuck. Jackson Wedley. What is your favorite David Lee Roth solo album? Eat him, smile. Mike, and there's a million questions here, so I got to breeze through these. This uh, show's going on kind of long. Michael Feldman. I believe he said Van Halen Vare Warning was the best show you've ever seen. What's the second best? Uh, Merciful Fate, 1993. Oh, actually, there's only a few questions left, so I don't have to. I don't have to speed it up. But yeah, I'd say Merciful Fate was my second favorite. Liam RTR. Or Rudder. Uh, what do you think is the most badass rock star to ever live or the coolest rock star to ever live? Bon Scott and David Lee Roth. Jonathan Disney, your top five striper songs. My favorite striper song is Yahweh. I love The Valley. Um, to Hell with the Devil. Uh, loud and clear, one left. Um, oh, uh, writing on the wall. All right, Mark Daly, last question. How did you come up with the stage name Dr. Fuck? Was it your song, Calling Dr. Fuck? I uh, love the lyrics, by the way. Thank you, Mark. Uh, I came up with it in a phone conversation with Hell Vomit Sodomizer. Uh, he came up with the name, and I was just thinking the name was, I just blurted out Dr. Fuck. And I kept talking, and Hell Vomit stopped me and go, dude, did you just say Dr. Fuck? I go, yeah. And he goes, dude, that's awesome. And I was like, yeah, it's so stupid. It is awesome. So that's how it is. So there you go. That's all the questions. Hundreds. Let me see. I have the count here how many questions there were. And I answered every one of them. 117. Well, it's 117 comments. So it's well over 100 uh, questions. Maybe some of these comments were from the same people. But thank you so much. I had a good time doing this. This was a lot of fun. And uh, why don't you follow me as we go in to my vault. All right, we're... Oh, shit, a roach. Fuck, hold on. Man, I got to fumigate this vault. Ew. I got to wash my shoe. Hey! This is part of the show where I turn you on to something, usually music, and I discussed this band several times during this Ask the F- uh, Dr. Fuck uh, show because a lot of people are, uh, hey, do you like new bands? People think I'm stuck in a time warp. I guess people don't see that I constantly talk about newer bands and post newer bands on my page, but what can you do? It's... Uh, the band Crip Sermon, man. It's the band I keep talking about. Uh, I I apologize who it was. Probably you asked the question. There was somebody on my Facebook that left a comment saying, dude, I've been checking out this band. I checked it out and I was blown away by it. And no offense to people out there, but most people that uh, try to turn me on to new stuff, number one, either I already know it, or number two, I don't like it. And I usually don't reply because, you know, it's not a question. Here, listen to this, so I'm not going to answer. I'll listen, I'll go, oh, I'm not into this. And it's very rare somebody turns me on or something new that I haven't heard yet. 
that blows me away like this. And because I'm on YouTube constantly uh, looking for newer bands. But anyway, I know it's a long intro, but it's an awesome song. Uh, the name of the album is called The Ruins of Faded Light. And the name of the song is what opens up the album. It's called The Ninth Temple Black Candle Flame.
That was Crip Sermon with The Ninth Temple, Black Candle Flame. Totally recommend that album. Totally recommend that band. If you like what you heard, run out and get The Ruins of Faded Light. Try to get the vinyl. I, the funny thing is, I bought it on CD because the vinyl was sold out. I bought both CDs, the first album and that one, because both vinyls were sold out. Bought them, and then months later, they, you know, I'm on their Facebook, and they put up, vinyl is available again. I was like, fuck it. So I bought it on vinyl. So I have them both on vinyl and CD, and I'm keeping them all. Don't, uh, I'm not giving away those CDs. Anyway, thank you so much, especially you that listen to my voice right now, and everybody that asked all those killer questions. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. And uh, another week of the Vieira Vault. And I plan on keeping it, keeping it going, keeping on, keeping on. I'm going to keep on trucking. Thank you so much, everybody. Till next week, schmack a gob. <laughs>